So on my Snapchat, I talked about the fact that you're either selling or being sold. And uh, this this concept was taught to me by the salesmen who are training me. Uh, they're really good at selling shit. Um, I don't know why I said it like that. Anyway, so... <laughs> Yeah, they had told me that, you know, and they gave me a good analogy that when you were a kid and you wanted a cookie, you try to see what you can do to get it. So you ask your mom, hey, can I have a cookie? Mom says no. First thing you say is why? Like, why can I have a cookie? We're going to have dinner soon. Okay, well, if I have dinner, can I have a cookie? Sure. You may even have, uh, they might say yes. They may say maybe. They may say something like that. They might say sure. But ultimately... If I mean, like they, you want to be able to find a way to get your mother sold on giving you a cookie. So you know, I'll clean my room. I'll do this. I'll do that. You do whatever it takes for her to say yes. So there's a sale being made every day. We're just not privy to it. The clothes you wear, the music you listen to, you know, you're you're sold in one way or another. Some people, it's other psychological components to that, as far as music and shit's concerned, but. There's a sale going on every day. And also, I talked about our fucking weirdo neighbor was talking to Kinsey. And one of the things he kept doing was bringing up her dad and her brother. I thought that was weird. That day, I actually learned. Was it that day? I don't, maybe not that day. That week, I had learned about the uh, this this technique. So in sales, what I do is uh, I'm not... I'm, this is the last week. I'm full-time sales. I'll be going to my normal job Monday, but uh, not this, not tomorrow, the Monday after. And uh, he kept saying, yeah, your brother, your dad had said that. Or yeah, your brother and your dad this. Or, you know, he kept bringing them up. And I was like, I thought it was weird. I didn't think about it till later. I thought he was just really like them at first. So I'm not really paying attention, but I remember he had said something. He kept bringing them on. I was like, man, why the fuck does he keep bringing, bringing these niggas up? So I would, I'd change the conversation or whatever, but I know he always was trying to be really interested in what her, her brother and her dad said. I think he had a crush on her or something like that. But, you know, I didn't really think about it in the time. But, you know, that, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, this fuck nigga tried to... Anyway, fuck that. So, but that was... that's a It's a method to get comfortability. So I do this with the game too. There's one principal component about talking. So when you talk and you're talking to a girl, you don't want to talk too much. You don't want to talk too little. There's a fine line that you stray. You want to keep the conversation going. You want to be interesting. You want to be, you know, this and that. It's a certain uh, thing you could do with your body too, where you make sure you're, you're, you're not facing her because that implies subconsciously that you uh, are really they all your attention is on her and women like women are like games they like they like things that keep them intrigued you know it's a way to build intrigue when you sit a certain way when you're when you're cool calm and collected when you talk just enough but not too much and not too little to appear uninterested you talk enough to keep her talking because a, her talking is a sign of comfort you know how comfortable she is, regardless of whether you get the fucker, regardless of whether you get the next date or whatever your agenda is. If she's talking, that is good, you know. But when when somebody keeps mentioning your name, that's a sales technique. You know, oh, they know my name. Oh, I know their name. Okay, so we know each other because people who are familiar with you have a higher likelihood. 
to be able to sell to you. If you know somebody and your friend is selling you something, then you would probably buy it. You know what I mean? You believe them. They're more believable than these are your friends. Why would your friends hurt you? Why would your friends lie to you? You know? So what we do is we're supposed, I don't do this, but we, we probably should, you know, but it feels, it feels manipulative to me. I just, my, the product that I sell basically sells itself. If you have any fucking sense, I, I build value throughout the presentation. And then I, you know, show you your problem, uh, the problem, and then your problem, and then uh, show you the solution, and then show you basically how it pays for itself and how we can help as a company. So, for me, I don't feel like I need to do this, but some salesmen will come to your house and take their shoes off. Hey, I don't want to get dirt all over your floor because they're they're comfortable. Oh man, you know, he took his shoes off. This is my guest. This these are all things to, you know build up their familiarity. So while I'm building this value throughout the presentation, your familiarity, we're joking. I'm telling you things about my life. If you have kids, right? If you have kids, this person has children and you ask about the children, they give you information. Oh man, what do you, what do you think about the schools? Well, my kid goes here and this and that. You, you don't know me, but if you're talking to a friend, you feel comfortable. Oh, this guy, he's a guest in the house. I, I welcomed him in. I made the appointment, you know, you're at ease and we're talking about things. I'm telling you about my life. You're telling me about yours. These are things that friends do or people that, you know, want, want you to be familiar with them. That's what they do. But if you tell private information about your child, then you're a bad parent. So why would you not tell it to somebody that you trust? So if they are talking about, this is just one example, but if they're telling you personal things or at least, you know, anything regarding your child, they trust you. They're more likely to buy. So see how people are doing this to you on a day-to-day basis. You can see it because the way you do anything is the way you do everything. I talked about it in many different podcasts. I talked about uh, my mentor said that, and it was one of the sayings that had the greatest effect on me. You know, that had a huge effect on me because it's true. You know, our behavior is across the board, but most things are universal terms. Universal terminology, things that seem irrelevant but really are not, and they're interconnected in some weird way, shape, or form. So sales, think about how you're convinced. You're always convinced to do something. You're always talked into something. Peer pressure is a form of sales, and it always preys on emotion. You know, being out in the field, and before I get into that, being out in the field, I remember I went to this guy's house the other day, clearly had money, clearly some people who are professional salesmen don't want you to know what they think. You know, most of the time we react emotionally because we're decent people. This is what we do. First off, we're all trained to say no. So the more no's you get, the closer you are to yes. So it takes, like I think it's 12 no's to take it to get a yes. Sales technique or sales lesson that's been around forever. But you know, we're, we're always trying to say, no, you go into a store. Hey, do you need help with anything? No, I'm just browsing. That no is out the way now. So now they're closer to a yes. And anybody who knows this, we, I don't, everybody has taken this class and nobody knows what taught it. That's what Terrence, he's my, one of my trainers said. Everybody knows the, everybody knows. Everybody took the class. They attended the seminar, the webinar, whatever you want to call it. But nobody knows who taught it. Why are we all saying no? Hey, is there anything I can do for you? No, no. We're just, you know. Some people will, will take it, but other people won't. So this guy, I went to his house, and I remember he 
beautiful house. As soon as you open the door, I mean, it seemed like a standard house, but like it's on the marina. So right behind his house is a uh, the ocean, you know, and there's boat docks and he has a boat. He was about boat shopping. Boats are fucking expensive. So, you know, his boat was probably $40,000, $50,000. And of course, he's not just going to drop it, but he pulls up in an Audi, black, slick Audi. Uh, he opens his, his uh, garage door. There's a lifted Jeep in there, like one of the uh, Rubicons. I don't know if it's a Rubicon or a Wrangler, but it was one of those. But this guy, he was, you know, telling me, you know, it's, uh, my gun instinct is telling me to buy this, but I don't make snap decisions. It was really good. You know, I felt he was very emotionally closed off. This is what you have to learn how to do. So we're going to talk about sales to get to a universal principle, which I'll talk about in a second. I'll end on that note. But I want to talk about your emotions. You know, think about any time somebody pulled you to the side. You you didn't. Some, sometimes like you're in a rush or you can't. But most of the time, especially myself, I'm a good guy. I want to see everybody win. So more often than not, I listen. I'll, I'll listen to the sales pitch. And actually, I did this yesterday. Me and... Kenzie, a part of our the date night that I had for her was for us to choose outfits for each other. She actually chose me a really a really good outfit. She chose my shoes and everything, and I really liked it. I looked good. Um, I kind of looked like a country club boy, but it's whatever. We went to a really ritzy places last night, so it was dope. I remember I was listening to her, and just the girl that it was it was a girl. I'm pretty sure transgender, but uh, girl to guy, transgender man. Uh, <laughs> was talking to me about trying to sell me on these shoes and that shoes, the shoe cleaner and she clean one of my shoes. And that's, a, that's gotta be a sales technique. Cause now one shoe's cleaner, you need to clean the other one. So they look similar and it wasn't a huge difference. They were black. Hey dudes, but I did see it. I did notice the difference. I looked through his phone and saw other shoes that he had cleaned. But I remember the emotion just, you know, you don't want to let this person down. You don't want to be rude. All those things. These are normal tricks that are played on you because you're good people. You know, some people, I don't think what I sell is necessary for you to be alive. So, I mean, I, I think that people generally are pretty happy with uh, what they get from me. But as far as sales, sales is manipulation, you know, to, to get you to buy something that you may or may not need immediately. So what I want people to do is start thinking about how you're being sold by everybody around you. Are you being peer pressured? Are you being sold on a bad idea? You know, you smoke. I remember. So me growing up, man, weed wasn't legal when I was growing up. It was illegal. If you if the cops smell weed, they could pull you over. Now it's a different day and age. And this changed all in the last five years or so. And, you know, I remember when I was a teenager, you oh, you just kind of, you know, sneak around. And now weed is so it's crazy how fast that it, everything changed because it's been it's only been a short amount of time, just a couple years. I remember there was an alcohol prohibition. I'm sure people who grew up through that was just like, man, you know, growing up, you could not have alcohol. You go to jail. People were illegally producing in the in the hills in Tennessee and shit. And now it's legal. Now it's everywhere. The rich people had alcohol. You know, you can you you couldn't have poor people could not have alcohol. Uh, rich people can have drugs and, and all that shit. But poor people. Matter of fact, I met a guy down here who was man has a crazy story. I ended up selling him a system. And uh, he was uh, telling me about, you know, he, he's a minority because he was a white guy, but he was a gay, gay man. So he's been through a lot. You know, he was older. I think he was like 61. So he grew up through a lot of time in the South where, you know, it's not accepted. Now it is. But it, as when he was a teenager, it wasn't cool. So, you know, we, we bonded and shared a lot of stuff, uh, talked a lot. He had done sales, door-to-door -door sales and stuff like that. And he had also was telling me that, you know, the... Uh, 
the Fortune 500 companies he was the CFO for, they they all sold drugs. These were all owned and operated in front operations for drug cartels. And it's true, you know. He worked basically for El Chapo. And indirectly, but worked for him. And so made a lot of money. But the for rich people, drugs, you know, you get a lighter sentence, you know, niggas, niggas is getting paid off if you're rich. So I'm just saying, going back to the initial point is that when you're, you have to be careful of, of how you allow yourself to be sold in life because you are having an impact on other people. Now, there are things that you need. You, we need clothes, okay? So do you need Louis Vuitton? No, you don't need that. But you you want nice clothes that are decent. decent. I mean, you may not want Walmart quality, but I bought shit from Walmart, and I've worn it proudly. I didn't care, even recently. Not not since I've been in Florida, but I, I went to Walmart and Meyer all the time to buy clothes when I was working at the Pavilion and living in Champaign this year, last year. You know, I, I make... I got all my white tees and stuff at Meyer. Meyer actually has a decent selection. So, you know, you realize that you don't really need a lot of stuff, but just kind of realize what ideas you're being sold on that are putting you in bad situations in life. And I think that uh, as I continue to grow, uh, learn, actually learn from, not just learn that these things are happening, but learn and apply it in my life, my life changes and I evolve and I can share it with you all. So you could have like a shortcut. I'm giving everybody the shortcut. If you have time, and you have a couple months because you can't listen to it in a week. And you and you a lot of people do binge my podcasts. Uh, then you, you're gonna get the shortcut from everything from friends to inform to, to information to politics to conspiracy to love to to insecurity to confidence, just just wherever you can go, wherever I could have gone. I I think I've took it at least somewhat in that direction on any topic. So you have the shortcut by listening to me and just kind of following along and you know you, you don't have to listen to every single episode but you can listen to an episode that applies to you what i'm talking about i think i have one that just says confidence so if you lack confidence or maybe i remember and this actually meant a lot to me when I, we had first moved down i think it was the first week um one of kenzie's brother's friends jared and jacob uh their friend hit me up and was was asking me about girls and i don't know if if i had like really had a real meaningful conversation about the psychology of dating and whatnot but he asked me and I sent him a bunch of uh, videos where I was just talking to him, telling him, you know, the best thing to do is, is it's, there's no manipulation technique, really. I mean, there's some things that are manipulative, but it's not really you can't manipulate anybody into loving you. And so I really preach working on yourself and he listens to my stuff. So I, I really love that. And actually, Kenzie's mom told me not too long ago when I when I was having an off day with sales, I had made the three sales I made last week. So I was like, man, how am I going to how am I going to? do this? When am I going to start my other job? Like I was really, and then that week I made three sales and I ended up actually, no, that Sunday I made a sale. And then the week that just passed, I made two other ones. So I have a nice little check waiting, waiting for me tomorrow. And I remember she was telling me when I came in, how much of an impact I have on other people and you know, how I should be, how I should feel and, you know, look at it this way. And it was, it was a pickup I needed. And so, um, I just want to show you all the shortcuts so that you can get to the best point of your life if you want to. You can get a, get to it really quick. I know a lot of people who listen to me, even on my Snapchat where I'm just wild and calling everybody pussies and bitches and this and that, and they just start to think differently. And that's why I don't I don't get why people. 
I don't like they come up with a term that's supposed to be uh, inflammatory conspiracy theorists, which is nuts because every conspiracy theory has been shown to be true from aliens to whatever the fuck to the to big companies being in collusion to Russia interfering with the election. They were like, that's a conspiracy theory. Russia's not, you know, and now you, you realize that, man, like Trump is a businessman and he got in bed with with people who create. Who, who who make and sell steel, Russia. And then what was he preaching the whole time? Build the wall. So if you have a relationship with Russia, you know how, much, how many billions of dollars that's going to be getting steel over here? It's a business arrangement. And I'm like, wow, man, you know, everything isn't what it seems, you know? Everything is... I forgot where I was going with that. I was about to make a big point, and I don't know if I made it or not, so forgive me. But uh, what I want people to do ultimately is... What what are you being sold on? I'm going here and there, and I kind of lost my train of thought on that last point. But um, oh no, I I realize what it is now. Conspiracy theory. These are people that just were questioning things. So people listen to me and question the reality, and they change their opinion, or at least they're open to it. At least just be open. That's all I'm saying. You know, um, at least just be open to possibility. And then you find that, man, there is actually a lot of conspiracy out there, that most of it is a conspiracy, that most of everything in the world from finance to, to, to control, like, remember, everybody was like, oh, there's a new world order coming. Everybody was like, you're fucking crazy. Australia, who's doing the lockdowns and the mandates and acting crazy, they literally are calling it the new world order. Multiple politicians literally came out and said new world order. It's not a fucking theory, you stupid fuck. Like, Jesus Christ, man. The crazy thing is that anything I'm saying is considered to be not revolutionary, but people are considering to be of any magnitude of of of, of worth, really. Not, not that, it, that what I say should be worthless, but I'm saying that what I'm saying has is is like is changes people's perspective. This should be common knowledge. The fact that you need to be open-minded, the fact that you need to watch your energy, the fact that, you know, with love and just everything that we talk about, the fact that I'm saying anything that's shocking is shocking. You know? So uh, what I want people to do is just realize what you're sold on every day. Are you making stupid fucking decisions because your friends are selling you on these ideas that you know are bad for you? You have to be aware that some things are just not good for you. I'm not sold on that. I'm not sold on having people that are disrespectful to me. I don't care how, I don't care what we've done for each other. Right now I'm speaking about a specific incident that happened a week or two ago. I don't even fucking remember, but I'm not sold on I, from anybody. I'm not dealing with anybody's bullshit, man. If you mistreat me, if you talk to me crazy, if you, you know, and a lot of people have, man, a lot of people that are supposed to be my friends have, you know, I'm so thankful for Ariel, Bella, you know, G. Justin, I'm, I'm thankful for all my all my real ones, man. And there's more. I'm just, you know, just that's just a few. So don't, you know, th- you don't. But I'm just, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not doing it. I'm not sold on that. I don't need people around me that just treat me like shit. I don't give a fuck. Because honestly, how many people have I talked? I've talked to some people. Like, don't get me wrong, but there's been a lot of people I haven't talked to since I moved to Florida. That I just know. And I'm like, man, you know, all a lot of people say a lot of good shit, but just realize what you're being sold on, what you're selling. Because when you buy something, you bring it into your house. You bring it into your dwelling. 
what bullshit are you bringing into yours?